Cade Mila Falta. Welcome to the Letter from Ireland show, where we travel in the footsteps of your Irish ancestors, visiting their homelands and telling their stories as they put down roots in so many places around the world. Hello and you're very welcome to this episode of the Letter from Ireland podcast. I'm Mike Collins and today's episode is called Listen to a Different Sort of Irish Music. So that, there might be some clues in the title there, but we have two letters for you today with uh, an Irish music theme and some very, very uh, nice, not so gentle, but really, really rollicking pieces of Irish music to actually accompany them. Now, when I say a different sort of Irish music, I suppose we might ask, well, what do you mean by different? Different to what? I'm thinking going back before the music we're playing today, going back in time to the 1960s and before that, you had the folk revival through the Clancy Brothers, people like that, Irish traditional music revival through the Chieftains and so on. But round about the late 1970s, you had something different again. And uh, bands like the Pogues, who we're going to feature today, came out of, I guess, that kind of new wave of music in general, and very, very much Irish music specifically, where they started to kind of meld together some various traditions on top of the traditional Irish music and folk singing. So our first letter today is actually going to be about the Pogues, that London Irish band of merry pranksters, and we're going to feature a couple of their tracks as well. The second letter is going to look at a slightly different gentleman, a man by the name of Paul Brady, who came out of Straban in uh, County Tyrone, and again was very much at the forefront from the late 60s onwards and into the 70s of a revival of a different sort, and I guess kind of a building of a different sort, of Irish traditional music, a man called Paul Brady. So we're going to feature both of those two artists, and I think we're going to kick off at one of uh, the Pogues' well-known songs. And it's, uh, well, be careful folks, this one might wake you up. It's a song that goes by the name of Sally McLennan. In this world of ours Where the other man brought storm and decks And he had too many pairs So I sad to see the grieving of the people that I'm leaving And he took the road But God knows in the morning We walked him to the station in the rain We kissed him as we put him on the train And we sang him a song A time's long gone Now we knew that we'd be seeing him again I'm sad to say I must be on my way I took the chairs and drank the beers and crawled back home and done I ended up a burman 
salima clanan. When Jimmy came back home, he was surprised that they were gone. He asked me all the details of the train that they went on. Some people they are scared to cross, but Jimmy drank until he choked. Took the road for heaven in the morning. We walked him to the station in the rain, and we kissed him as we put him on the train. And we sang him a song, a time's long gone. Though we knew that we'd be seeing him again. But it's sad to say I must be on my way. So buy me beer and whiskey 'cause I'm gone far away. I'd like to think I'll be returning when I can to the great Stendhal Boozer and to Sally McLennan. A while back, Mike and I were in London to visit the places associated with Irish immigration and to meet up with some of our Green Room members. Now, to say that Ireland and England have had a complicated relationship down through the years would be an understatement. However, it's also amazing to realise that over six million Britons have at least one Irish grandmother or grandfather and a sizable percentage of those are found in the city of London. Maybe you're one of our listeners that's of Irish descent and maybe living in the UK too. In Mike's family alone, his father and two of his siblings travelled to London to help rebuild the city after the Second World War. And his mother and five of her siblings travelled there for work. The women mainly worked in the hospitals and the men on the building sites. My own father tried London, but he only lasted for six months before he came home to us in Cork. An Irish songwriter in London town. Why don't we chat about two specific Irish surnames, many of which made their way to Britain over the years? The surname Cahill, which we spell C-A-H-I-L-L, comes from the Irish O'Cahill, meaning a descendant of Cahill or Charles. It's found in many parts of Ireland, but especially in counties Clare, Tipperary and Kerry, where the name was associated with leading families of local clans. Now, the second surname I'd like to bring your attention to is Mac Gowan, M-C-G-O-W-A-N. Now, this comes from the Irish Mac Gowan, but that's spelt M-A-C-G-A-B-H-A-I-N-N. And Mac Gowan means the son of the smith. The name came from the old Irish kingdom of Breffney, and that's an area that's now known today as County Cavan. You may have heard of it. However, the surname was mostly anglicised. This is the one Mac Gowan. This surname was mostly anglicised as Smith, S-M-I-T-H in Cavan, whereas it remained MacGowan when you went further west around Leitrim, Sligo, Mayo and Donegal. You might have some MacGowans or Cahills or Smiths in your own Irish family tree. And here's a story now about one Cahill and one MacGowan family. Therese Cahill travelled to England from the northwest of County Tipperary, back in the 1950s and she settled down and married a man by the name of Morris McGowan and he had arrived earlier from Dublin City. Now like so many Irish arriving in the southeast of England at that time they travelled for the work and the adventure 
and they brought over then many of their own family and friends from back home for a ready-made social circle in a new land. On Christmas Day 1957, Therese and Morris had their first child and they named him Shane. Shane spent many of his early years back in Tipperary on his mother's family farm and then he went back to school in the city of London. He was steeped in the Irish stories and music that came through his own family as well as the extended Irish community all over the southeast of England. From his perspective, he was uniquely placed to understand the life of the Irish immigrant in a place like England and also the complicated relationships that was had with their own Irish homeland. These emigrants now had children that spoke with English accents, and many of them were becoming resolved to the fact that they may never return home, as they called it, to the place they spoke of in their stories and songs. Shane got sucked into the punk rock scene in London in the late 1970s and he joined a number of bands, but he really found his stride when he formed a band called Pogue Mahone. Now, this is a little pun on the Irish um, proverb we have, which is Pogue, P-O-G, Ma, M-O, T-H-O for the I-N, which means kiss my and you guessed it. And this was a band that he formed, Pogue Mahone, in the early 1980s. The Pogues were quickly noticed as an energetic band that defied description. They wrote their own modern Irish songs of emigration and everyday life in a new land, and they played them with an energy and urgency that seemed to reinvent Irish folk folk music. So, Shane McGowan, now in his 60s, has defied the expectation of many people by living so long. However, one thing for sure is that his unique songs and music will remain popular long after Shane McGowan moves on. On the 4th of July, 1806, we set sail from the sweet cove of Cork. We were sailing away with a cargo of bricks for the Grand City Hall in New York. Twas a wonderful craft she would rig for the nap, and oh how the wild wind drove her. She stood several blasts, she had 27 masts, and they called her the Irish Rover. Million bags of the best lawyer rights We had two million barrels of stone We had three million sides of our blind horses' hides We had four million barrels of bones We had five million hogs, six million dogs Seven million barrels of parts We had eight million bales of our nanny ghost tiles And a whole of the Irish Rover There was old Mickey Coot who played hard on his flute when the ladies lined up for a set. He would tootle with skill for each sparkling quadrille till the dancers were flutered and bet. With his smart, witty talk, he was cock of the walk and he rolled the dames under and over. They all knew at a glance when he took up his stance that he sailed in the Irish Rover.
fruits of the lead I was holding from Kelsey to home. There was Johnny McGurk, who was scarce of a work, and a man from Westmead come along. There was Slugger, all told, who was drunk as a rule, and fighting Bill Tracy from Dover. And your man, Mike McCann, from the banks of the bank, was the skipper on the Irish Rover. For the sailor, it's always a bother in life. It's so lonesome by night and by day that he longs for the shore and a charming young whore who will melt all his troubles away. All the noise and the rout, swollen, pudgeon and stout, for him soon is done and over. Of the love of a maid, he is never afraid that our song from the Irish Rover. We have sailed seven years when the measles broke out. And the ship lost its way in the fog And that whale of a clue Was reduced out the tail Just myself and the captain's old dog And the ship struck a rock Oh Lord, what a shock Oh, it was turned right over Turned nine times around And the poor old dog was drowned And the last of the Irish roll very much a mixture there of the old and the new and we had the Irish Rover there and that was a song made very very popular back in the day by the Dubliners and indeed we had the Dubliners there alongside the Pogues doing a great job together so you know the old guard and the new guard at least the new guard back in the 1980s. Um, Now we're going to move on to another gentleman another story And this one is called A Different Sort of Irish Music, and it continues on with that theme of that new and reinterpretation of Irish and folk music, which pretty much kicked off from the, I guess, the mid-1970s, late-1970s onwards. Now, this gentleman is a man called Paul Brady, and he is actually, I suppose he's in his mid-70s at this moment in time, in 2022, but he is still going strong, still touring well and so on, and has a magnificently clear voice. And I think one of the best guitarists I've ever heard, certainly. And he, he has he plays all sorts of genres. He's a wonderful songwriter, rock music. But he very much got his start back in the night, late 1960s alongside a gentleman called Andy Irving. And the two of them actually did the touring of the folk, cl- folk clubs, uh, bringing old classics to new audience and the likes. And I would say that this particular song we're going to play after his story, Paul's story, is a song called Arthur McBride. So again, it's one of those, I think it's, it's one of those beautiful, beautiful Irish folk tales with a real, with real tale in the song, if you like. And Paul sings it so brilliantly and he actually plays it so brilliantly as well. But just before that, I'm going to hand you over to Karina now with a little more on Paul Brady, the Brady clan and their origins. Are you a fan of Irish music? Why don't we have a look at something a bit different today? And let's take a look at the music of one man who had his roots in the north of Ireland. 
We're also going to take a look too at some family names that came from County Cavan and maybe chat a little bit about the history of the county. The families of the Kingdom of Brefni. Have you ever heard of the ancient Irish Kingdom of Brefni? Well, you may know it nowadays as counties Leitrim and Cavan, the two counties that evolved out of this ancient Brefni kingdom. Up to the late medieval times, the kingdom of Brefni was ruled by two main families. To the west, we had the O'Rourkes, and to the east was ruled by the O'Reillys. But by the late 1500s, the O'Rourke territory was shired as County Leitrim and the west part became known as County Cavan. Maybe some of your Irish ancestors hail from these counties. When the many English and Scottish settler families, such as, and here are some of these names from the English and Scottish settler family surnames, they were called Armstrong, Bell, Bennett, Brown, Clark, Cochrane, Cook, Crawford, Elliot, Foster, Gibson, Graham, Hamilton, Harrison, Heaslip, Irwin, Jackson, Johnson, Kells, Maxwell, Nixon, Robinson, Scott, Smith, Stewart, Taylor, Thompson, Williamson, Wilson, Woods. Well, when these English and Scottish settler families arrived in County Cavan around 1600s, You'll remember now that Cavan became one of the plantation counties. These families joined the existing Irish Gaelic of the region. So the Irish Gaelic families, along with the O'Reilly families, had names such as MacCabe, MacBrady, O'Carolan, O'Donoghue, O'Farrelly, O'Farley, Finnegan, Gaffney, MacGovern, MacGowan, Smith, O'Reilly, Sheridan and McTiernan and many, many more. Now, maybe you heard your family surname in that list. But how about we focus on just one of those surnames, MacBrady. By the 1700s, most MacBrady's had dropped the Mac. And even today, you'll have to have a very hard search to find one with a Mac attached to it. Almost 400 years ago, after East Brefney was turned into County Cavan, one Brady family had moved far to the northwest and set up house in the town of Straban, just outside County Tyrone. Here, Paul Brady was born into this County Tyrone family in 1947. He went on to carve a very unique place in Irish music and song over the following decades. I first came across the live music of Paul Brady in 1979. He stood alone in the middle of a stage and dazzled everybody with his virtuoso guitar playing, singular voice and a collection of wonderful songs that dug deep into the Irish tradition and psyche. Cousin, one Arthur, Mike, my bride, 
As we went walking down by the seaside Now mark what followed and what did betide For it being on Christmas morning Out for recreation we went on a tram And we met Sergeant Napper and Corporal Vamp And a little wee drummer intending to camp For the day being pleasant and charming Good morning, good morning, the sergeant did cry And the same to you gentlemen, we did reply Intending no harm, but meant to pass by For it being on Christmas morning But says he, my fine fellows, if you will enlist It's ten guineas and gold I will slip in your fist And a crown and a bargain for to kick up the dust and drink the king's health in the morning For a soldier he leads a very fine life And he always is blessed with a charming young wife And he pays all his debts without sorrow or strife And always lives pleasant and charming And a soldier he always is decent and clean in the finest of clothing, he's constantly seen While other poor fellows go dirty and mean And sup on thin gruel in the morning Well, says Arthur, I wouldn't be proud of your clothes For you've only the land of them, as I suppose And you dare not change them one night For you know if you do, you'll be flogged in the morning And although that we are single and free We take great delight in our own country we have no desire strange places to see Although that your offers are charming And we have no desire to take your advance All hazards and dangers we barter on chance Where you would have no scruples for to send us to France Where we would get shot without warning Oh, now, since a sergeant, I'll have no such chat And I neither will take it from spalpeen or rat For if you insult me with one other word I'll cut off your heads in the morning And then Arthur and I, we soon drew our odds And we scarce gave them time for to draw their own blades When a trusty shillelagh Came over their heads and bowed them, take that as fair warning. And their old rusty rapiers that hung by their side, we flung them as far as we could in the tide. 
Now take the moon, devils, cried Arthur McBride, and temper the rage in the morning. And the little wee drummer, we flattened his pow, and we made a football of his rowdy dodo, threw it in the tide for to rock and to roll, and bad it to tedious returning. We haven't no money, paid them off in cracks And we paid no respect to their two bloody backs For we lathered them there like a pair of wet sacks And left them for dead in the morning And so, to conclude and to finish disputes We obligingly asked if they wanted recruits for we, we were the lads that would give them hard clouts And bid them look sharp in the morning Cousin one Arthur McBride As we went walking down by the seaside Now mark what followed And what did betide For it being on Christmas morning Well, wouldn't you love to be around the time of those press gangs? Some story there, and beautiful singing and beautiful playing as well from Paul Brady. Hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Well, that's it from today's letter, which we call Listen to a Different Sort of Irish Music. I hope you enjoyed the tales behind the music and the actual songs themselves as well. If you're interested, you can actually find a little bit more at our show notes at a letter from Ireland.com forward slash 735. That's a letter from Ireland.com forward slash 735. Also to say, if you did enjoy today's show, we'd love if you left a review in the podcast player of your choice, wherever you're listening to this, or indeed if you're listening inside a forum, for example, just down below there in the comments section. Again, love to hear what you think. Well, that's it from myself, Mike and Karina. Hope you enjoyed this week's show and look forward to chatting again next week. Slán for now. If you've enjoyed today's Letter from Ireland show, we'd like to invite you to check out our special membership area, The Green Room. You hear us mention it a lot during the show and you can find full details of The Green Room at letterfromireland.com forward slash green room. Our green room is the essential resource for anybody at any stage in researching their Irish heritage because it's where we delve into all the good stuff to help you break down those brick walls and really connect the pieces in your Irish ancestry puzzle. In the green room, you get access to online genealogists, extensive research tools, quick win training, as well as member-only access to johngrenham.com and a very supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback and advice. The green room is the perfect place to be for anybody starting or continuing their Irish ancestry search. So why don't you come and join us there at a letter from forward slash green room. 
That's it for me, but I'll be back next time with another installment of the Letter from Ireland show. And I really look forward to chatting to you then. Slán gafól, Karina.